This podcast is brought to you by Ceridian. In human resources, you have to be compliance people. But you get into the business because you are people people. You have to comply with labor laws for different employee types, locations, and situations. And the rules keep changing. Is there a system that can help you simplify compliance so that you can focus on people? Yes, there is. Ceridian's human capital management software helps you stay ahead of compliance challenges. Visit ceridian.com HR to learn more. Ceridian intelligence at work you know my life has been a life that's been in a variety of industries i actually started as a school teacher and i spent wow. 13 years in a private education system teaching and really what that prepared me for was a lot of time of being in front of people facilitating meetings you know developing learning strategies things like that and 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 leveraging that experience as an educator and being in front of I mean, I've been in front of some boardrooms and I'll tell you, it's more intimidating to be in front of a room of teenagers than it is in front of a board of directors. And when you've spent 10,000 hours where teenagers are always trying to corner you and figure out a way around you, it, it has really helped my own agility and my own you know, way that I think and the way that I apply knowledge. Jeff is Nueskin's Senior Vice President of Global Human Resources. He's an award-winning senior HR executive known for leading cultural transformations that connect to the heart and impact of the business results. In his free time, he enjoys spending time with his wife of 28 years, four children, and three grandchildren. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hacking HR podcast. For those of you who have been following the journey of Hacking HR and the journey of this podcast, you know how much we love to bring people, guests to this podcast, especially those who have a very diverse background and, and people who bring a lot to the world of HR from different worlds. And that is the case of Jeff. Jeff, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. Thank you for being in the show with me. And, and I know you've, you've been in different fields of expertise. You've been in finance, you've been in consumer, consumer products, you've been in, in technology. And that to me is fascinating because my own background, you know, I, I've been in sales, I'm an electronic engineer, and now I'm in HR. And I feel that I am so much better in the work that I do in HR because of all these other things that I've done in my past. So how about you? How do you combine all of these things in, in the HR practice leading HR? Well, I'll tell you, I mean, really for me, it kind of goes back to, I mean, I, back in high school, I mean, just an absolutely kind of silly thing. But I remember in Oregon graduating from high school, I got an award one year, uh, just as I was leaving high school called the uh, Finger in Every Pie Award. And really that has framed my life. You know, my life has been a life that's been in a variety of industries. I actually started as a school teacher and I spent wow. 13 years in a private education system teaching. And really what that prepared me for was a lot of time of being in front of people, facilitating meetings, you know, developing learning strategies, things like that. And, and, and leveraging that experience as an educator and being in front of, I mean, I, I've been in front of some boardrooms and I'll tell you, it's more intimidating to be in front of a room of teenagers than it is in front of a board of directors. And when you've spent 10,000 hours where teenagers are always trying to corner you and figure out a way around you, it has really helped my own agility and my own, you know, way that I think and the way that I apply knowledge. So yeah, I, I have, I've been in financial services. I've been in heavy engineering. I've been in retail, Petco and Walmart, I've, you know, been in 
now consumer products. I mean, I've had this really kind of eclectic career of being able to apply HR in a variety of settings. And I'll tell you, there's some things that are the same and there are some things that are very different. You know, back in my school teaching days, I was always over the, the, the leadership group, you know, like the student council kind of a thing. And people will sometimes ask me, what's it like, you know, now that you're in the C-suite working with C-suite leaders? And really, it's the same life problems. It's the same challenges, no matter what kind of a company, whether it's teenagers or C-suite executives, the only real difference is the number of zeros after their name. Because <laughs> in the end, there's still insecurity that people feel. Yeah. In the end, there's still a longing for alignment and belonging. And so I've been able to leverage the principles of clear back to the education days all the way now to the C-suite as I work with, you know, very capable leaders who lead very large profit and loss, you know, balance sheets and work just diligently, but in the end, helping them to align, yeah. helping them to win the buy-in of, you know, stakeholders. All of these things carry through as common themes in any industry. And yeah. it's really just learning how to apply that knowledge within the context of what they understand within that industry so that they can apply that thinking. So the, the first challenge I always have when I've had to make a career change or chosen to make a career change is learning the business quick enough that I can then apply the knowledge to really help to make them more agile in their thinking. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I, I have, uh, in, in my view, you can, as an HR leader, practitioner, you can be successful if you have been in HR for a long time, you can also be successful in HR if you're coming from outside of HR into the world of HR. Ultimately, you need to understand the company, the organization, the business, the, the metrics of success of that organization you're working for, like, like you said before. But I do one thing that I am always very fascinated is by the cross-pollination of ideas, right? How do we apply stuff that sort of resides outside of the world of HR in the world of HR? So let me ask you this question. Out of all these experiences that you've had in your career, what are the top maybe three things that you say, if HR people knew how to do these things that are outside of HR, we would be so much better in the world of HR. What are, what are those two or three things? Yeah, I, I tell you, if, a, if an HR practitioner is really going to leave the world of what I'll call personnel departments, or you know, even human resource to a degree, and really be much more of a strategic operator, I think the number one skill they need to have is self-awareness. If an HR practitioner does not have great self-awareness, they're going to end up in a situation where they can't coach effectively because they don't know how to lead someone that's in a leadership role, struggling with maybe team development or something else on how to really identify their own gaps and move towards solutions. You know, the most tone deaf HR practitioners that I've ever seen are the ones who have the, the least amount of self-awareness, where they just absolutely cannot, cannot identify their own challenges. And because of that, they become less and less effective in their own work to try and really move people towards strategic solutions uh, and practical solutions. So I, I'd say that probably is, you know, number one. Number two, and I'm, you know, grateful I have to go back and, and thank Idaho State University for, for this, but it's about communication. 
you know, really because we're dealing with human beings in the practice of HR, the more effective we are at our communication strategies and really diving into the heart of, you know, combined meaning and helping people to understand what it is that, you know, will bridge the gap in their knowledge barriers. Uh, you know, communication is just so key. And again, where I've seen people who've made a shift from another career field into human resources, a lot of times they can learn elements of compensation or they can learn elements of HR business partnering or, you know, effective investigations or some of these things that we have to do in HR. But it's built on this foundation of just fantastic communication skills. And the last of the three that I'll point out that's kind of just going to be a little bit off, off center here is marketing. Yeah. Well, because of the world of an HR executive, especially, is so much about selling ideas and trying to, you know, we're not typically a PL within a company. And so consequently, we typically struggle with getting some of the investments we really want to have to be able to do some of the things that we think from a strategic standpoint the organization needs. And I've learned that, you know, how you market within your company is just as important as any other skill set that you have. And so, you know, frankly, one of my favorite hires to make out there at an entry level is someone who's been in this, you know, school of business, but taken a marketing tack. And then I like to bring them into my recruiting function and let them use the marketing background to do things like employment branding and actual recruitment because they're using, in essence, sales and marketing skill sets to attract people, but then you build that up a level and you continue to develop that skill set. And eventually you have them building pitch decks where you're asking for multi-million dollar investments that are going to have some sort of an ROI for the organization. And they're able to, you know, encapsulate those uh, thoughts and elucidate them in a way that allows the HR function to really become a next level strategic partner versus just a you know, people department over there somewhere, really creating a human experience to what happens in employment. Absolutely. And, uh, and I, I'm reflecting about what you're saying. I, I just, uh, it's not going to be coming out together with this podcast, but I, I just recorded another podcast this morning on marketing and HR, and we had the exact same conversation. So it's, it's just fascinating how things are so uh, aligned. Let me ask you, Jeff, uh, where do you think HR is going? I mean, if you if you think about the evolution of HR uh, and all that we learned through the pandemic of 2020 and into 2021, what do you think the new valuable, uh, you know, the kind of HR that organizations cannot live without? What is what is, what does that look like? You know, when you think about how to hack HR, it's all about agility. Yeah. It, COVID has completely changed the nature of what an HR function can do for a company. And whether that's flexible work arrangements or responding with deep compassion to, you know, situations where people have had to suffer through elements of this, or, you know, I mean, you know, having to furlough employees as you go through various elements, all of this agility and ability to flex and adapt. You know, when we were in January of 2020, we had this you know, big old list of all the things we were going to accomplish. And when you, you know, get to mid-March, we had to just crumble that up and throw it out. And I have 150 people around the world working in our HR function. 
that completely shifted their entire work to just the safety of our people, which then built us to the next level of being able to provide right more self-fulfillment and action. And you know, our companies had phenomenal business results over the last years we've been through this, but also what's happened because of that is HR, and I've talked to some of my colleagues about this, the importance of our you know, wisdom and skill sets advice in the C-suite have become more and more powerful. And I'm hearing more and more from headhunter friends and others that, you know, companies are really starting to look for this, you know, real strategic, really agile approach to how you can, you know, map what needs to happen for the human experience within the business. One of my favorite quotes, I, I attribute it to Simon Sinek because that's, I think, where I first read it was that, you know, the customer's experience will not be any greater than the employee's experience. Mm. And the more and more we bring the generations that are coming into the workforce, the more and more it's about really creating the experience for them so that they can turn around and create an experience for the customers of the company. So it's, it's the agility to flex to the realities and the new normals of whatever that day brings, really. I, I, I absolutely love that. Um, Jeff, as we wrap up this, this fantastic conversation, I, I want to ask you one last question. It is December 31st, 2021. Year has gone by. How do you measure the success of HR this year? What if, if there was one thing that you say, we did it and we did it right, we did it well, we succeeded. What would that thing be? Yeah, for, for me, it's all about shareholder value creation. So if our share price is up, we've been successful. And we've been successful because we've created an experience for our employees that has helped to create an experience for our customers, which has allowed us to report revenues in such a way that allows our shareholders to know and understand that they can trust us with their investments and the growth of their own capital as we continue to fulfill our mission in our company and many other companies to make differences in whatever place it is that we're working to make a difference. Absolutely. It is uh, what you said to me is just uh, the the mindset of a business leader who happens to work in the space of HR and who makes stuff happen from the people perspective. So Jeff, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Great conversation. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Hacking HR podcast. See you all soon. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong, and we will see you soon.